0: well hello folks and welcome back to another episode of bible prophecy for today my name is heather that's where i give you news and views from a west texans biblical point of view one that you're gonna find in your mainstream media (laughs) we got some stuff to talk about today you guys check this out seven facts that fauci knew but he hid From the public and this is Children's Health Defense because you're going to want to hear this. You're going to want to hear it. What else we got? We've got what the classified scandal shows about Biden's foreign connections. Guys, you're going to want to hear about this one as well. And not to mention 12 questions for those who dismiss the validity of future Bible prophecy. And if we have time today, it'll be world leaders head to Davos in anticipation of new climate order. Yes, folks, those cartoon villains are heading there to make decisions for the rest of the world, whether you like it or not. If you didn't hear the episode yesterday where I talked about the 15-minute cities, that's insane. Insane I means you can't travel in 15 minutes. Everything's within 15 We're going to confine you to a prison in your city. Guys, sounds like China. Hello. Hello. This is their plans, guys. This is their maniacal, diabolical plans. Which is kind of funny because it leads right into Bible prophecy and what God said would be happening in these times, and God is allowing these things to happen, He's letting these puzzle pieces move into place, and um, you're getting ready to see uh, the end times, and it all leads to the tribulation, the great tribulation that God spoke of in the Bible, and you see the pieces coming together and moving in that direction. And if you don't, you need to get in the Word of God and get out of these health, wealth, and blah, blah, blah. Blab it, grab it, name it, claim it, you know, garbage. Get out of these churches and get into some Bible-believing Christian teaching churches. You know, um, if you can't find one in your area, you can email them um, at Sunrise Bible Church. You can go to getalifemedia.com. Getalifemedia.com. And you can email them and they will send you information to start a home church. So, guys. This is into to the nitty gritty. This is no time to slack off. This is no time to live your best life now. This is no time to we're in the end days. And if you don't see these pieces, parts moving at such a rapid pace, you need to wake up and smell the book of Revelation. Guys, get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. while I say it all the time. These are not days to be slouching. Because when you get to heaven or when the rapture happens, and all, when you get, what are you, what's Jesus going to say to you? Well, well done, my good and faithful servant, or depart from me, I never knew you. I don't know about you, but I know what I want to hear. <laughs> or you're going to get crowns for the things that we do. Jesus gives us these crowns. People are like, well, you're not know, doing that for good works. No, Jesus is going to give you these crowns as you can throw them at his feet. Don't you want to be able to do that? I want to be able to I want to make my Heavenly Father proud. You don't know, want to make my King Jesus proud, don't you? I know you do. Anyway, let's jump into these articles, shall we? Seven facts, that you knew but hid from the public. Guys, this is disturbing to say the least. If you saw what he did with dogs, just imagine this, guys. He's a maniacal, diabolical, evil, wretched beep of a man. Anyway, this article is by James Lyons Wheeler. Um, PhD, and you can find it at org, Guys, it was posted on the 11th of January of this year, which is 2023. So it says, Representative Jim Jordan, who is a Republican from Ohio, this week listed seven key facts about the COVID-19 pandemic and the government's response to it that, according to Jordan, Dr. Anthony Fauci knew but didn't tell the public. It says, Uh, We're going to include on here, this is an editor's note, and it says House Republicans on Monday commissioned a special investigative panel focused on the coronavirus pandemic, during which they hope to press scientists and federal officials, including Dr. Anthony Fauci, about the origin of the public health crisis and the government's response to it. Well, we'll see how far that gets. Anyway, the article continues and says... The following is a paraphrase of the opening round, the warning shot by U.S. Republican Jim Jordan, Tuesday, in which he used his time to outline seven facts that Dr. Anthony Fauci knew, and more importantly, what Fauci did and did not do when he was made aware of these facts. This does not bode well for Fauci and those involved in the cover-up, folks. Yes, there is a cover-up. You know it. I know it. The world now knows it. Hopefully, if their eyes are open. If not, they're still being brainwashed and... You know, led around by their, um, by their, like a hook in a jaw, just kind of dragging them around, you know. Kind of reminds me of what the Bible says. What happened to, you know, Magog and Gog and all that is going to put a hook in his jaw and drag him down. But <clears throat> you kind of see how they're just being led. They're just, you know, they can't think for themselves, always thinking about like a reprobate mind. But anyway, Romans 1 culture. But anyway, so it goes on to say. Number one, Fauci understood that American tax dollars went to the Echo Health Alliance and that money was then funneled to the Wuhan Institution of Virology, the lab in China. Number two, Fauci knew Echo Health Alliance was given an exemption from the pause on gain of function research. That's number two, folks. Number three, Fauci knew that the security standards at the, the the WIV or the Wuhan Institute of Virology lab in China were deficient. And number four, Fauci knew that Echo Health Alliance was not in compliance with its grant reporting requirements. It wasn't adhering to the contract. Number five, Fauci knew that gain of function research was in fact being conducted in the w, WIV lab in China, which is the Wuhan. You know, you got it. Number six. Fauci knew that the standard P3CO interagency review process wasn't followed in approving the grant to Echo Health Alliance. And number seven, Fauci knew that the virus likely came from the lab where U.S. taxpayers' dollars were sent. The very city where that lab is at, a deadly virus breaks out that would ultimately kill six million people around the world. Importantly... What did Fauci do when he had this information not on February the first, twenty twenty? What did Fauci do with this information? Well, did he tell the president of the United States, commander in chief, and say, "Hey, we've got a deadly virus that's broken out in China in a Wuhan, in Wuhan, where we've been sending American tax dollars to a lab that's not up to code, that does gain a that's that's doing gain of function"? <laughs> did he tell the chief of staff? Did he tell his boss, former Department of Health and Human Services secretary Alex Azar? Did he tell Dr. Robert Redfield, Dr. Deborah Birx, or Dr. Brett Giroir? No. He organized a conference call February first, 2020 at 2 p.m. with him, Francis Collins, and 11 virologists from around the world to who he had been handing out American tax dollars for years and years and years. <clears throat> and before that, virologists, including Christian Anderson, said things like virus looks engineered, virus not consistent with evolutionary theory, on the day of the call, Anderson said, I don't know how this gets done in nature, but it would be easy to do in a lab. On this conference call, they get their story straight, and three days later, the very people who said this thing came from a lab changed their tune and said that anyone who thinks that is crazy. In an email from Echo Lab Alliance, Fauci received gratitude. This is terrific. We are happy to hear that our gain-of-function research funding pause has been lifted. That's a quote, folks. Over the last seven years, Fauci told us it wasn't our tax dollars. It wasn't gain of function. It wasn't a lab leak. The the vaccinated can't get COVID-19. The vaccinated can't transmit the virus. There is no such thing as natural immunity when it came to this virus. We can't trust some of the folks who were supposed to give us accurate information because they didn't. They knew from the start. If you've got a government not giving it to you straight, that's someone that that's something that you have to make sure we understand so it doesn't happen again. Not only we don't want a terrible virus to happen again, we don't want the government misleading us about a virus that could happen. If you listen to Bill Gates, it will happen. Remember? <laughs> we have to depopulate the world. There's too many people. Cow farts. Oh, man. Whatever. Anyway. Back to the article. <laughs> uh, starting next month, we'll look into it. We'll make sure the country gets the facts like they should have had on February the first three years ago. Guys, you can watch this on YouTube as well. You can watch the whole thing. The senator, I mean, I am the the representative asking all these questions, folks. I'm telling you, keep praying here in the United States. Keep praying that the truth is 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 out. Keep praying because we do have a new Speaker of the House, McCarthy. Whether he's a rhino or not. I'm saying he's a rhino, but I think with forces he may be forced to. Um, you know, at least take a look at some of this stuff. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to with people dying. All this good. St- I mean, it's it's crazy. All this stuff. This stuff that's coming out is good in a way because they're forced to look at it. Just don't. I don't know if you guys get the news break app or if you watch the news. Like, I kind of watch news. I just don't. It. You know all the stuff on there is terrible and uh, it's all lies i don't trust any of it so i try to go out and other sources and get news but across i had i do have this news break app of course fox news and this kind of thing but these things continually coming across so-and-so died so-and-so died so and so died drop dead heart attack Um, but there was a nurse as a matter of fact she was an er nurse and but she had dropped her her daughter off at school and, uh, of course, she wasn't feeling very well. She started sweating, and she was going to go to the park across the street to go run, and she's like, something's not right. And so she went to the school nurse, who happens to, was a previous ER nurse as well, and she realized when she seized up what was going on. Um, anyway, um, they got her into the hospital, and then, they, of course, she, praised the Lord, it was her left ventricle, Some uh, like a, quote, they said virus is where it had gone there. It was to her left ventricle. Mm-hmm. Anyway. She's got a long road of recovery ahead of her. So, you know, if you do get the news break up, you might want to be in prayer for her. I mean, I can't imagine she's got a daughter who's six years old. I mean, can you imagine? Hey, man, we got to pray for these folks regardless. I mean, most of the health, the majority of the health care workers were forced to take this vaccine. Is that not even? Okay, now we just read this, right? Fauci, they all knew. They all knew about this. And what do they do? They forced this vaccine. Folks, they knew this vaccine they knew what this vaccine would do. They were going to depopulate the world. And who did they make take it? Hello, the healthcare workers. The people who take care of us. Really? Is this not wicked? This is wicked, folks. Wicked. I guess if they have less healthcare workers to take care of the people, people are just going to die because there's less doctors to... You know what I mean? It's wicked. It is absolutely a die. It's wicked. and it makes me sick, guys. Mm. But one thing we can all be thankful for, this is not our home. If you are a Christian, this is not your home. We are just passing through. This is not our home. Praise God that Jesus is going to come and take us home. Whether we go in the rapture or we die before that, does not matter. The Lord, we will be with Jesus forever. In the millennium, after that, he's going to bring in a new heaven and a new earth. Folks, it's going to be magnificent. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be perfect like this world was intended to be perfect. Can you imagine I can't. That's what I look forward to. I look forward I look forward to a life with no sin. That's what I look forward to. I look forward to shedding this fleshly body so that I will not sin against my Lord and Savior. Isn't that amazing? That day is coming, folks. It's coming. Anyway, let's jump into some more articles. Ooh, number two. What the classified scandal shows about Biden's foreign connections. <laughs> oh gosh. We've all known it. How he got elected. Well, of course, we all know that was. I'm not going to go there. I'm not, you can make you can make that decision for yourself. If you think uh, more people in the United States that are born alive could vote, then you can believe what you want to believe. But I was going to tell you right now, there's no way on God's green earth that many people voted for somebody hiding in their basement. And if his parents were still alive, Biden would have been hiding in his mommy's basement. But he was hiding in his own basement. Anyway. I'll let you make your own uh, assumptions or decisions um, about that so here we go it's front page mag this is posted January the 13th today by Daniel Greenfield and it says what the classified scandal shows about Biden's foreign connections is it a coincidence that Biden profited and kept classified documents from Ukraine and Iran let's find out so biden's misappropriated classified documents problems keeps getting worse with a second tranche of documents being discovered at another location it is now clear that the first set of classified documents found at the Penn biden center for diplomacy and global engagement was not an isolated incident despite that the FBI and National Archives are continuing to take a casual approach to the case. There have been no raids of Biden facilities and won't be. I don't know. Do you guys remember Trump Mar-a-Lago? I don't know. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah. So thank God we have a McCarthy, Speaker of House, and if he does what he says he's gonna do, they're gonna talk about using uh, the president's weaponization of law enforcement officers. So we will find out about that. Anyway, going on with the article. But beyond the misappropriation of classified documents, a violation of the Espionage Act, the discovery renews old questions about the foreign connections of Joe Biden and his family. (laughs) While details about the classified documents remain scanned, we know that they included briefing materials related to three countries, Ukraine, Iran, and the United Kingdom. Woohoo. It may be a coincidence that Biden has corrupt ties to two of the countries on that list, but it's more likely that there was something in these briefing materials that specifically interested him. The most prominent of the Trump documents at the heart of the illegal Mar-a-Lago raid by the Biden administration focused on his peace efforts with North Korea dic- or North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un. Trump personally staked a great deal on trying to forge a personal connection with Kim and it is not surprising that he would have wanted to retain access to some of the correspondents. There's no apparent reason why Biden on leaving office as vice president should have kept memos and intelligence materials about Iran, the UK, and Ukraine. And yet he had strong official and unofficial relationships with Iran and Ukraine that crossed the streams of government policy and personal gain. That may explain why Biden as a private citizen felt the need to retain classified documents. it goes on to say, The Penn Biden Center, uh, the location where the first set of documents was found, was not just an academic project. It was a humbler version of the Clinton Foundation. Like it, the Penn Biden Center was a prepping stage for the Biden administration financed by foreign donors. Such organizations often focus on global engagement or international humanitarian projects, but as a practical matter, provide jobs for past and future administration officials using foreign money. Foreign donors get access to future administration officials who will be in a position to set foreign policy. Ten Biden administration officials were employed at the Penn Biden Center. Secretary of State Blinken served as a managing director of a center that at various points took in $30 million from Chinese donors. Most of that money was provided, quote, anonymously. Yes, folks, you're, you're. I'm telling you the truth, guys. I am telling you. Of course, you probably already knew this. But anyway. Beyond Biden's known ties to China, he had deep ties to Ukraine, to Ukraine and Iran, which we knew this. So when this whole thing came out with Ukraine, I was not a big fan of their leader anyway. But of course, you'll know here why, because Biden, Ukraine, and his son. Millions of dollars—that was already out in the news. But yeah, it's just kind of blown over. You're like, oh, la 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 la. With our mainstream media, they're like, oh, nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see. You know, the house is burning behind you. Nothing to see. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, so they say Biden's level of involvement in Ukraine during the Obama administration was strange because it was unlikely backwater for an ambitious veep who dreamed of replacing his boss to focus on. Few Americans paid attention to it, even during the original Russian invasion, unlike Trump's focus on North Korea and Ukraine, could not be expected to pay political dividends. However, while Biden became Obama's point man on Ukraine, his son Hunter Biden was serving as a director on the board of the Ukrainian energy company Burisma. In the process, the, quote, big guy appears to have met with a Burisma advisor. While Hunter sat on the board, his father was pressuring the government to, quote, reform its energy industry. While the nature of the classified documents on Ukraine are unknown, such materials will be potentially very very valuable to investors looking to gauge whether they should put their, well, whether they where they should put their money. Briefing materials could indicate anything from information about Ukraine's industry, behind-the-scenes dealings, and the foreign policy of other countries toward it. Even if Penn Biden Center officials did not provide direct access to such documents, having them would be a significant asset and a reference point for outside donors or for the Iran, the other country at the center of the classified document scandal, is also an energy state and one that has extensive connections to Joe Biden. Now, Biden's relationships with the Islamic terror state began early on when he had celebrated the Islamic takeover of Iran and opposed the rescue of American hostages. So after 9-11, Biden proposed, quote, this would be a good time to send no strings attached a check for $200 million to Iran, unquote. In 2002, he addressed the American uh, Iranian Council, whose founder had run for the presidency of Iran. Later that year, Biden was raising big money from Iran supporters and urging that Iran be allowed to join the WTO. In 2007, Biden warned that if Bush bombed Iran, he would impeach him. A year later, he told Israelis that they would have to accept uh, Iran's nuclear program. You guys remember that. Um, A spokesman for the Student Movement Coordination uh, Committee for Democracy in Iran warned that Biden's campaigns, quote, have been been financed by Islamic charities of the Iranian regime based in California, unquote, make that font a little bigger. So it goes on to say, Biden's political games have made him Tehran's favorite senator. An opinion piece in the Washington Post noted, Okay, so the Biden-Iran relationship appears to have continued not only during the Obama administration when the terror-states nuclear weapons program was legalized, but now. So as a Freedom Center revealed last year, one of Biden's handlers, or bundlers, handlers, he does have handlers. <laughs> but one of Biden's bundlers during his presidential campaign was the executive director of NIAC Action and the former policy director the National Iranian American Council, often referred to as the Iran Lobby on We also exposed the fact that the Iranian hackers, um, who appear to have run a false flag operation for Biden in the 2020 election, were linked to the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps. In 2007, Biden was one of the only 22 senators to vote against designating the IRGC as a terror group. Huh, wonder why. Anyway, once in office, Biden has offered Iran covert sanctions relief and attempted to restart the legitimation of the Iran's nuclear weapons program that had begun under his former boss. Is it a coincidence that Biden profited and kept classified documents from Ukraine and Iran? (laughs) Biden's ties to Ukraine and Iran have previously spurred suspicion of corruption and calls for investigations. The revelation that his people had taken and kept classified documents involving both countries should be a significant red flag. And another example of Biden mixing the personal and the political national policies and economic interests in these two major flashpoints. There are many still any unanswered questions about the classified documents. Um, It goes on to say, Why would the Penn-Biden Center have needed classified briefing materials? And why did it take so long to disclose their presence? The timing of the discovery in November, right before the midterm elections, is interesting. Until the midterms, it appeared unlikely that Biden would be able to run for another term. The Democrat showing in the midterms, however, was or has all but locked in the nomination for Biden at least the way things stand now. Had Biden been forced to step down after one term, it's likely that Penn Biden Center might have been a hub for him again. The lawyers who found the documents were possibly exploring the possibility or closing the door on it depending on which way Biden's people thought the midterms would shake out. Disclosing the classified uh, material suggested that no one expects Biden to return to Penn Biden. Instead, a house cleaning operation was underway with the aim of diffusing scandals and minimizing legal risk ahead of the 2024 election whatever damage was done with these classified documents has been done he says but he says much as with the clinton foundation all that remains is the cover-up that's again by daniel greenfield you can check that out at frontpagemag.com folks so much going on in the background, now you all, know, if that had been Trump, oh, oh my gosh, it would have been all over front page news, he'd have been impeached, he'd have been in jail, he'd have blah 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 blah, treason, all this stuff, but no, since it's a Democrat, that's not going to happen. But you see how it's played out. You see how our mainstream media focuses on what they want to focus on. and Hides everything else from you and me. And so that's why I try to go up and dig up these stories. To let you know what's really going on that you know, you're know you not going to hear about. And then of course when you try to tell your brainwashed Democratic liberal friends what's going on. They think you're crazy. I hear conspiracy theory. Which you know the CIA coined that term. So that the stuff that they were actually doing, which was factual, they didn't want people to know. So they wanted people to think those people were nutcases. Well, here you go, folks. The truth is almost out about everything. Um, So let's go on to say, what are the 12 questions for those who dismiss the validity of future Bible prophecy? So let's see. This is Jonathan Brittner. You guys know I really like Jonathan Brittner. And I'm looking through this article, and it's going to be a one for later on. So, this is going to be great. I will give you a preview of this, but I'll finish this one. And um, the World Economic Forum's meeting in Davos later on this evening when I get home. So, was the reestablishment of Israel as a nation in 1948 a fluke of history or the result of God's miraculous working on behalf of his people? Although I and many uh, others see God's supernatural hand in it, most church leaders today claim Israel's current existence has nothing to do with Bible prophecy. They teach that God rejected the people of Israel after their actions led to Jesus' crucifixion as a result, He transferred His promises to a glorious future kingdom from Israel to the Church, albeit spiritually. <laughs> we refer to this belief as replacement theology since his proponents say that the church has been or church has replaced Israel in God's prophetic stream. Does this really matter? And he says, yes, it's highly important because those is immersed in this teaching. Number one, fail to recognize the myriad of signs pointing to the nearness of the seven-year tribulation and thus to Jesus' soon uh, appearing. Number two, acknowledge the rampant evil of our day, but do not see the satanic nature of the deadly battle that rages around us. Number three, remain blind to the spirit of the Antichrist that is now openly and actively setting the stage for his coming kingdom. Now, Folks, I'll read a little bit more. It says, This is not a trivial matter. Replacement theology not only strikes at the validity of future Bible prophecy, but it also mutes the voice of the church at a time when pastors need to warn their flock about what's coming and comfort them with the blessed hope of the gospel. And he says his prayer is that the following dozen questions and his brief answers to them will encourage you. Our joy is hope in Jesus appearing to take us to heaven before the seven year tribulation has its roots deep in the promises God made to Israel long, long ago. Folks, you're going to want to hear that for sure because this is a fantastic article. Article it will answer a lot, a lot of questions. As far as replacement theology, that is evil, wicked, and from Satan himself. God has not replaced the church with Israel. I mean, has not replaced Israel with the church. That is wicked Wicked God made a promise to Israel. He will keep that promise. And I always like to tell those people, um, if you really believe that, well, what makes you think God has to keep the promise with you? Really? As a church. Why, why do you think he's got to keep that with you? If he, you know, supposedly broke that, he doesn't break his promises, so he does not break covenants. So that right there ought to tell you, they are wicked. God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. God cannot lie. He's already said that. You can't. You can't say that. It, the promises that God has made with the covenant with us does not rely on us keeping those promises. He knows we can't keep our end of the bargain. That's why we have Jesus who forgives us for our sins. He knows Israel can't, you know. No, nobody can. That's why we have a Savior. He is coming. Israel is still his people. The 144,000 Jews in the end time, he sends back the two witnesses. Folks, read Revelation. It's going to tell you all about it. God still Loves his people, which are the Jewish people. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You know, in the New Testament, we Gentiles, as we are, if you're not Jewish, you are a Gentile. We are grafted in, the Bible says. We are adopted sons, where we cry out, Abba, Father, which is Daddy, Father. We are adopted, folks. We are not replaced. We didn't replace them. We are grafted in, and we need to be very careful because we are grafted in with them we are adopted in so if they try to tell you that just tell them to read the new testament again and then they will learn that he has not he has not forgotten his people they are still the apple of his eyes and um his word still stands true you curse his people he will curse you that's what he says i'm telling you you bless them he will bless you so anyway with that guys i'm going to get off here today It's very quick and sweet i trying to keep it under 30 minutes today and i will come back um later on this evening and do that other one the other two folks that you're not gonna want to miss those that's gonna be great that's gonna be the 12 questions for those who dismiss the validity of future bible prophecy you're going to hear that and the world leaders lead or head to devils in anticipation of new climate order this was posted today by the way in prophecy news watch i'll give you a a little snippet. So, because you see, the truth is that the global elite and their minions do not consider human life to be valuable. Instead, they see us as a giant herd of carbon-emitting bio machines that needs to be carefully managed. In their minds, the more people that there are on the planet, the worse climate change will become. And since they believe that climate change is the number one crisis facing humanity, they are quite interested in thinning the herd any way that they can. Folks are gonna want to hear this article tonight. So with that, I'm going to get out of here. And as always, get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you and Maranatha, Lord Jesus. Maranatha. Thank you guys so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of you. And may he continue to give you the words to say to those who are lost. And may the Holy Spirit save them today. Thank you so much, guys.